everyone, and welcome to our very special once a year unwanted answers Christmas special. It is uh, one of the highlights of my year, which is really sad if you yes. think about it. It's like that <laughs> Christmas fruit cake from grandma yeah. that you wish would go yeah. away. You know, I That's was thinking, right. you know, it's been five years. 2022 marks unwanted answers being five years old. This yeah, is like the one thing that has remained constant since it started yeah. is mm -hmm. our Christmas special. Not Format even is completely the... <laughs> different, but yet we still yeah. give you a Christmas not, episode. Not even the basic premise of the show has remained consistent. <laughs> and this has been the thing that has remained consistent. Um, so... Without further ado, um, we have a lot planned for you today. No, we yes. don't. Um, no. But, <laughs> so, uh, you know, I hear it's been a busy, busy Christmas season for you already. I don't know if I yes. phrase it that way. But I, 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 I want to ask you, because another thing that remains constant, even in our special Christmas episode, is yes. the curiosity of uh, asking you what's been going on recently. Yes. What has been going on? Well, you know, we did our comment section Christmas episode five years ago. And there's a reason why we haven't done any since. Because Christmas, like movies and TV shows, they're so rare. I mean, they pump them out. But, like, ones that I'll actually sit down and watch are so rare. Mm -hmm. But this year, there were two things I sat down and watched for Christmas, for this holiday season. Really? Yes. Sequels, if you will. Actually, not really? sequels. They are sequels. It's factual. They're sequels. Sequels to what I consider two of the holy trinity of Christmas movies. That's right. Wow, the holy, the big three? The big three. Can I, can I guess what they are? Oh, go ahead. Um, I okay, I'm going to guess... Um, Charlie Brown Christmas? Do you like no. that? I forget. Well, that's not okay. a movie. That's a TV special. That's true. Like, well, I was going to say... whenever someone says, like, Rudolph is your favorite Christmas movie, I'm like, believe that if you want, but it's not a movie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, I get... Yeah, I get where you're coming from. I, I wouldn't blame someone for throwing it in there, but what, it, I was going to... By the, the way... The one I was pretty sure of is Elf. Yes. I, I will say, of, like, my favorite Christmas <laughs> special, like of like TV specials. My favorite one of all time is Santa Claus is coming to town. I love that one it is my favorite one of them all. Mm. Like I love Rudolph and Frosty, but that one stands like it is just my, it, I love that one so much. Okay. Well, I don't think I can guess all three then. Cause I was going to guess that your three were the Char Charlie Brown elf and, um, Christmas story. Well, yes, you got another one. Uh, personally, I, my big three would not include that because I just never grew up with Christmas Story and I never got the hype, but I, that was my well, guess. Well, you me. can sit down starting the 24th on TBS and TNT oh. and watch 24 <laughs> hours, and guess what also now has... I I think this is going to be a new tradition. Guess what around Thanksgiving is now TBS has started playing for 24 hours. Thanksgiving? I don't... Um, Elf. I don't know. Around Thanksgiving? Yeah, because Christmas Day is specific for Christmas Story. You can't screw that up. I, I almost see. say okay. move Elf a little later, so it's like 24 yeah. hours of Elf followed by 24 hours of Christmas Story. Yeah, but it can be Christmas Eve. 
Yeah, but they have started doing Elf 24 hours, and if there is that's cool a movie that deserves it, Elf is one of them. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, by the way, can I just say something? This may be total blasphemy, but can I yeah. say something? Yeah. So, one thing that I love just as much as Elf, I'm not mm-hmm. just as much. Okay. I can't choose between the two. Is the animated stop motion version of Elf they did a few years ago? Oh, I love I, it. I mean, I really need to check that out as a big fan of stop motion. Um, yeah. I'm oh, sure it's, it's great. Good. Mark Hamill's Walter Hobbs. Um, mm. The dude from Big Bang Theory as Buddy the Elf. Ed Asner comes back as Santa Claus. It's pretty good. The stop motion special may have my favorite line from any version of Elf. <laughs> it's oh, really? where um, Santa is with Walter Hobbs and Michael and Buddy. And, you know, Santa has convinced Walter Hobbs that he's the real Santa. And Santa gives him a gift. And Walter Hobbs is so excited because, wait, is this real? Santa Claus is in front of me? Is this the skateboard I asked for when I was eight? And Santa's like, of course not. What are you going to do with a skateboard? It's a shirt. And then he opens it. It turns out to be the skateboard. But just at his delivery, that's my favorite line of anything (laughs) of any version of Elf. Um. That's awesome. Uh, I was just thinking: is is it seems too short? Is is how the Grinch stole Christmas? Uh, the original animated is that a no? Is that's that a TV, TV special. special? Too. Okay, directed by Chuck Jones, which you can see a lot of the Looney Tunes yeah. influence in there. Yeah, or which, by the way, um, after you tell your story, I was I was thinking of bringing something up to your comment section, but this is a perfect transition. <laughs> I'll I'll make it my what's been going on recently. So. Um, uh, w- I guess continue with your story. I couldn't guess yes. the other one. <laughs> the other one is in my Holy Trinity, a Christmas story, um, Elf, and the Santa Claus with Tim Allen. Mm. Yes. So we had sequels to two of those three. And I sat down and watched both of them. One, I was like, maybe this will be good. The other, I was <clears> just <throat> like, I don't want to watch this. It's going to be garbage. And I know I'm going to hate it. So my childhood died in front of my eyes. But yeah, I was convinced to watch it. So I'll start first with a Christmas story, Christmas, because chronologically that came out first. The movie mm-hmm. did. I'm pretty sure this the Santa Claus thing came out a day ahead. But in you know chronological, mm-hmm. we'll start with Christmas story. So you know this is actually the fourth sequel we've had. No, the third sequel to a Christmas story. Really? There was the <clears throat> one in the '90s set during summertime. There was the one in 2012 where they Ralphie's a teenager and he go he wants to get a car. Apparently everyone hates it. I've never sat down and watched it because it's just like it's direct to video. I'm not watching that crap. <clears throat> right. And the trailer looks awful. And then this year we had a Christmas story Christmas, which brought back Peter Billingsley as little Ralphie. No longer little Ralphie, now he's just <laughs> Ralph. Now he's just yeah. middle-aged Ralph. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I watched it, and I saw the trailers, and I was just like, maybe it could be good. But here's the thing. This is... And honestly, our last Jedi special really made me kind of like... Yeah, I had to really beat this into my head. And I think it's important to say to everyone, Christmas Story is 40 years old. You can't go in expecting it to feel exactly the same. Because 40 years have passed. 
just like in real life. You know, things change. So I watched A Christmas Story Christmas. And look, I'll, I'll say, if if you were expecting a great, like, a great worthy follow to a Christmas story, you're just doomed to disappointment. And unfortunately, A Christmas Story Christmas is not good. It's just a throwaway little movie. So uh, let me just say this. I'll get the negatives, and then I'll end on some more positive. When you look at what happens in there, you have the kid who sticks his tongue onto the pole and it gets frozen. Yeah. You have um, the oh fudge moment and then washing his mouth out with soap. All those moments feel real. It feels like Gene Shepard, who the movie's based on a book he wrote, it feels like all those were real Christmas memories he had just crammed into like, hey, here's a very interesting Christmas story of stuff that happened over the years in your childhood. All the gags in A Christmas Story Christmas are so unrealistic. It just comes off as dumb. And I have to say, like, if you want to do a Christmas Story sequel, I get it. However, the first movie's about Christmas through a kid's eyes. When you do it when Ralphie's an adult, it feels like just trying to add on to a story that's done. Like, it's over. Like, it's like The Office Season 8 or... You know what? It's like <laughs> yeah. the post-credits scene of Deadpool where he comes out and just like, what are you doing? Movie's over. Go home. It's just <laughs> yeah. like, it's yeah. it's done. Like, it's wrapped up. It's over. <laughs> I will say, the final, the actual ending of the movie, it ties up everything so perfectly. The ending is great. Unfortunately, that's like five minutes out of this 90-minute not very good movie. So, yeah. It's one of those movies where it's just like, people will talk about this year, they'll be disappointed, and one year from now we'll all forget it ever happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's A Christmas Story Christmas. Then there was another thing I watched. I didn't want to watch it, but it was the Disney Plus show, The Santa Clauses. Oh, right, right. And I was very, I, I, will, I'll, I will say it, you know, I'm not going to bury the lead. The first Santa Claus movie is my favorite Christmas movie of all time. It just... I have the Trinity, but kind of above... Like, we have Christmas Story Elf, but above them all, I would put the Santa Claus. The first one. It's a movie that clearly ran out of steam by the third movie. Because the third movie, it is nowhere near the second or first one. It's a movie... It's a story they had that... Clearly wasn't good enough to go to theater, so they dumped it on Disney+. Plus. The premise itself is awful. It's Santa Claus trying to find a replacement. So, oh, it's the Dark Knight Rises of Christmas movies. <laughs> but here was when I lost all hope. It was from the, the showrunner of the show was the creator of Last Man Standing. A show that sucked so much it was canceled twice. <laughs> it's, it, it was an awful, awful show. Um, so I had no hope in the show, but I was convinced to watch the first two episodes and I ended up like, like torture, just being forced to sit through every episode (laughs) and it's truly awful. It is, I'll say it's the worst thing Disney plus has ever made. It is bottom of the barrel garbage. 
it is just, and every time I watch it, I'm not going to lie. If we had done like a watch along thing of like recording yeah. me watching it, we would have gotten marked explicit because yeah. I will censor myself here. But every time this is not, this is not, this is not a lie. Five times per episode, which are like these half hour episodes, I would be like, F this stupid show. I hate this effing show. And the first two, I'll say the whole show, it's terrible. It's the worst thing I've ever seen from Disney+. Plus. The whole premise of the show is how kids today are rotten little brats. And they are to blame for why Christmas has gone to hell. Why Christmas is ruined. Nice. And Santa Claus is this unlikable grump who you root. Just fall off the roof. Just fall. <laughs> just I don't want six more episodes of this. Just fall off the roof and end it. And there was that also. I gotta say, the Santa Claus movies, the makeup in there is the best Santa makeup I've ever seen. Especially the second and third one. Like, when you see that, I, you don't see Tim Allen. You see Santa. Uh-huh. But my yeah. God, the makeup in here was atrocious. He looks horrifying. He <laughs> looks like that toy Santa mixed with Jack Frost from the third movie. It's off. I don't know why they did it so bad. It's 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 awful. And uh, it became distracting in some scenes when his beard is shorter in some scenes and longer in the other. There was very bad continuity. <laughs> That's interesting. Well, I definitely won't watch it then, because as I've, I believe, discussed on a past special, I did used to be terrified of Santa Claus as a child. Yes. So, um, Every day it was particularly like, a doubt. Mom, yeah. board up the fireplace. Dad, get the guns. We are not having yeah. to step into this house this year. It's like, I, there's a man coming. To, there's a man coming into our house tonight. No, but little Tyler, don't you want the toys? No, no, he's gonna kill us. He's gonna slit our throats. Mom, don't you watch Dateline? It's horrifying. <laughs> the very funny thing <laughs> is how early I also started watching Unsolved Mysteries <laughs> in comparison. So that's honestly probably pretty close to accurate. You were just like, wait a minute. You were watching, like, the killer stories, and you're like, wait a minute, this lines up. Mom, we know who did this! We know who did this! Get the cops to go to the North Pole! We know who did this! I, I was like, wait, we still haven't caught the Golden State Killer. And <laughs> <Yes>. this lines <laughs> this lines up. Yes. It's, the dots are all connecting. Yes. So I'm going to try and real quick wrap up this the Santa Claus review, because we, we did mm-hmm. go longer than I thought we would. But So it, it was horrible. And the characters, the new characters, are so horrible and one-dimensional. The jokes are unfunny and add an, another layer of awfulness to this show. Mm-hmm. Um, the um, I'm 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 trying to run through the stuff. Uh, the villain in the show changes completely unnatural. It feels so like he was a good guy. Now he's bad, and it's just like, how how did he get bad? It just it just. Uh. They spent no time with it. And then the resolution is so just like, really? Really? And <laughs> so much. You know, one of the things about the first two movies is that the emotions feel real. Whether you're talking about the heartfelt moments between Scott Calvin and his son Charlie. Or, you know, him with Mrs. Meeting Carol who will become Mrs. Claus. The emotions, everything. It felt real. This show... Like, none of the emotions feel real. Like, 
it's the whole dumb like um oh how do we break out of this prison well the bars are made out of licorice so just eat it and the key was there the whole time why didn't you tell us oh because i thought we was bonding and it's just like oh my god oh my god it just was awful and i just every time i just like i get upset watching it it's coming back for another season. They promised us it was come. It was this was it, but they're coming back with another season. Nice. To which I feel like that um, kid. Whenever they're talking about we're gonna bring, we're gonna do more of the Santa Claus stuff. Yeah. I feel like that kid from The Simpsons who's just like, stop it, stop it. He's already dead. <laughs> yeah. I will say, after watching this, the third one is a lot better now. It's a lot better. I gained the third movie. Silver Because of how awful this was. It's like Godfather 3. Is it as good as the other two? Oh, no. But it has its moments. At the end, you're like, everything feels wrapped up. But this was just, it was awful. Avoid it. It's the worst thing Disney Plus has ever done. And by the way, I have a feeling I'll be mentioning it in our year in our end of the year special. So, not for best, but... Yeah. If you're going to watch anything from the Holy Trinity of Christmas movies, watch the stop-motion Elf. I don't even know if it airs anymore on TV, which if it doesn't, that's a shame, but I'm sure you can find it somewhere, but it's really good. I'll say it's just as good as the first movie. Yeah, that's the one thing I would check out, but as it, as it already stood, Elf was pretty much the only Christmas movie I ever watch each year. I... I skip basically everything i don't have any other yearly christmas movie traditions so oh i go through the whole month not like movies more like tv specials like um yeah pinky in the brain flintstone stuff like that yeah no i uh, i don't <laughs> okay scrooge what's your story now <laughs> uh you know this is the christmas episode let's not forget <laughs> yeah i don't i don't have a i don't have a lot to bring up here Yes. I, I want to be uh, I, I saw something for the first time uh, this Christmas season that I never would normally watch. But I'll, uh, to put it charitably, basically. I know I know a family that is that is not my immediate family who every that's good. Year, You're expanding. It's yeah. Not just, not just I, like yeah. I know a, a family. <laughs> I know yes. a family. I know a family. Uh, no, but I'm just, I'm just, there's this group of people, some people call that a family, that I know, who watch every year and cherish, like, one of their movies, the uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas Jim Carrey version. Oh, God. And um, when I heard that, I was like, wait, you're not talking about the animated one what do you are you serious and i was like doesn't everyone absolutely hate that movie and it was the response was like do people not like that movie and i was like of course <laughs> isn't it awful but i get and i was thinking oh but i guess i've never seen it i don't think so i just thought it was it looks horrible um, i've seen clips <laughs> i have not sat through the whole, i haven't had the unpleasantness of seeing yeah. through the whole thing and but, I hadn't either, but um, I can barely but, understand what he says in there. Yeah, you can't. And that's a, I did watch it. And honestly, I was right before I did watch it. 
I actually started going into it thinking like, you know, a lot of movies are panned because they're just so weird. Like they're just too weird for audiences. And there might be some kind of like weird alt comedy thing that I might enjoy. I like stuff like Eric Andre and like like the movie Bad Trip and these like absolutely whacked out comedies that are kind of gross and stuff. And I don't know what part of me thought that this could possibly be that. Uh, but I, I was just being trying to be hopeful. Um, and I have to say it wasn't that. There was nothing enjoyable about it. So. Oh, okay. I thought we were going to have like this big like character no, arc. That was, that was one of the worst <laughs> movies I've ever seen in my life. It was an <laughs> and then you nightmare. just had to sit there as like the family got done watching. Like, wasn't it great? <laughs> just like, I need to take a walk. <laughs> and you just go outside <laughs> into the snow. And, and they're like, so where are you coming back? And you're just like, I may never come back. This may, I think I just want to go into the snow and just wait to die. <laughs> I, I have to say, it would, I of all the things you just mentioned, I have a hard time believing that it could be a worse Christmas movie than um, any of that. Um, and you know, it's a shame because I do, I do like Jim Carrey and I do like Ron Howard, who I believe directed it. But my sister gets so offended because she loves that movie. And I haven't seen the whole movie. I've seen clips, but I'm just like, this doesn't work in live action. And I always call Opie's blunder. I don't know what people are seeing in it. Are they not I, looking I at it? I think it's nostalgia because <laughs> it came out in 2000. So um, I think maybe if you were 10. My nostalgia does not go that far. I don't just like continue liking things like that onto like. But um, oh, my nostalgia stops at two thousand. I'm just like two thousand yeah. was when garbage happened, and um, yeah, it was very hard to understand anything he said. So he, uh, the Grinch would often like look to the camera and say like a, a little comment. First, you couldn't even understand it, but then <laughs> when I started thinking, like, what did he say? <laughs> it was like not even a joke. It was just it's like, like Bane from Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, it is, <laughs> but it was just. It was so fascinating to me in that movie how the cadence of it was often like there was a punchline or like he was like this snarky, almost like, um, uh, I don't know what type of character, just like a, like a meanie type of character that would maybe be in a sitcom and every once in a while they say something very crude and dark, like, um, I don't know, like um, Aubrey Plaza's character in Parks and Rec or some, someone who's just like the comedy is that they're hateful and dark and it's a little dark comedy on the side. Um, it could have been that, but the things he was saying were like non, it just felt like non sequitur, not funny, like observations. Like it was like the cadence of a punchline, but there was no nothing interesting or <laughs> nothing to unpack there. Um, and I can't even remember what any of those jokes were. So, um, yeah, nothing much to report on there, but. So there's a lesson we've learned from this so far in this episode. It's don't try new Christmas shows. Stick with what you know. Did you ever see the, uh, 20, I think it's 2018 animated Grinch movie? Oh, I actually did see that. I mean, that it was kind of bland. I have to say it was way better than 
than the, yes, than the yes, Jim it is way one. better than that, isn't it? Oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Like I think it's it's not great, but I'll pop it on because yeah, the animation it's, it's kind of is neutral. amazing in there, mm-hmm. and it does have yeah, its it moments. Is. I think unfortunately, Ben Benedict Cumberbatch is a bit miscast in there. Yeah, like, he, his voice doesn't really match, but mm-hmm. overall, it's like, you know, it's. It's fine. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's yeah. I, that's kind of how I came out with it. I was like, I, I think part of me almost expected it to be worse, and it was. It was not bad. Um, and I, yeah, I thought it was fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So yeah, that I guess that's uh, any more on Christmas movies and TV. Uh, this episode, or should we get into some of the freaking fun? Yes, let's get into the fun. This isn't comment section. Oh yeah. no no no. Imagine you that this like, out as its own separate episode, but no, 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 no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We this is this is unwanted answers Christmas. Yeah, ho, 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 and a <laughs> bottle of rum. Yeah, we'll kind be negative again next. Pirate Santa in, would say. Yeah, and it, it, it is our Christmas spectacular um, for all of our shows. So uh, if this is coming out, probably usually Christmas Eve, then uh, you're probably gonna want to stay tuned for one of the last days of December for our best of yes. comment section episode on the comment section feed. And then usually January 1st, first day of the year. Yeah. Upcoming, upcoming 2023. Upcoming. Oh boy. I'm looking forward to upcoming 2023. Yeah. I have, I actually have a lot more than most years. Um, I gotta upcoming. say this year doesn't feel like there was that much. This I'll say this year. We'll get into it. With comment section. Yes, I, we'll never mind. It. Guys, yeah. it's time for Christmas. <clears throat> Unwanted answers style. That's yeah. right. And you know. Oh, uh, oh I wanted to bring up. I'm going to make a, oh, I'm right, gonna make right, a segment. Right. So we can bring it up whenever you want, but I have a segment. Okay. Uh, which Did you want to do it now or did you want to do it sure, after? Sure, because okay. I want to talk about my idea that I was. I, yes. I don't have anything planned for today. You I really have hyped it up. Planned, I, I have no plan. And it's because for like the last two weeks, this idea came to me literally like I was trying to fall asleep and I got up and started trying to like type an an iPhone note on like some ideas for this Christmas special. I wanted to open it up with um, a skit, basically. (laughs) And it turned out to be way harder to write this skit than I could have imagined. And I kept thinking, like, oh, one of these days I'm just going to sit down. I'm just going to write. I'm going to just try. It'll come. It'll happen. Um, And it just didn't happen. I couldn't think of anything that was that felt funny or clever enough. But I felt like we could uh, maybe ruminate on the idea now here for this for a segment of the show, uh, which is. um, Here's the gist of it. I'll say basically the first line. Was the night before the unwanted answers Christmas special, and all through the house, not a guest star was stirring, not even. And then I was like trying to come up with rhymes for an entire story. Um, and I kept trying to link, like, oh, like every character is gonna be in it. It's there's gonna be like Uncle Alan Aunt Ash yelling at Mr. Whiskers and it's going to rhyme <laughs> and there's going to be uh, the skipper like cursing oh, off the captain in a rhyme 
Uh, Hawk is gonna talk about how he hopes he gets poop in his stocking. Like <laughs> I, I, I had all these ideas. They also needed to rhyme and fit like a, 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 a structure. Yes. Um, and I felt like I couldn't even come up with one. <laughs> Rhyming's hard. I don't know how some people do it. Like Dr. I like I, I I like writing music, and I couldn't do this. It was too big for me. I don't know. Uh, but it, it, it just I, I I love the idea so much. So I hope that one of these Christmas specials in the future, you'll load it up, you'll press play, and you'll hear that opening line, and you'll know <laughs> that I cracked the code. Yes, it's like it's almost like the <clears throat> Snyder Cut, right? We know it exists. Yeah. But we're waiting for it to finally <laughs> yeah. come. Yeah, I we're trying to dig in the archives for the footage. It's somewhere yes. in my brain. I just got to come up with it. Yes, that's when Paul's really gonna be like, "Come on, hurry up! Let's get it done." Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, um, I can't even think of like a funny line <laughs> for this segment right now. It's just too big a task for me. It might be my magnum opus, actually. Yes. Uh, yeah. Rhyme me on the spot. On That's it. tough. <laughs> I don't know how, yeah. like, is this slam poetry where you, like, make it up on the spot? Well, you, yeah, you, I don't think you usually make up slam poetry you on the spot. Frozen. That's just a way of performing it. But, like, I mean, like a, like a freestyle Whoa. rap or something. What is going that, on? That would be. I lost my network that would connection. Be on the spot kind of rhyme, rhyme scheme thing. Are you frozen? What? What? Was that on your end? It looked like you froze. I can't hear you now. It's happening again. Oh, no. Wait, can you hear me now? Okay, yeah, I can hear yes. you. Yes. I literally yeah. was typing to you, I think we lost internet, but... Oh, okay. It looks like... Man, if we... I feel like... This episode the, is so cursed. Yeah, the world does not want us... We, we better power through this episode, because the world clearly does not want us to say what our best <laughs> movies of the year are. It's like classified <laughs> information. Some, uh, so yeah it's because you know paul's upset because oh he gosh. knows we're not going to have his favorite movie of the year on our list i just realized that yeah um he's gonna hate my list he actually uh, this is a little spoiler for my list but i actually remember paul saying that he thinks that animation is a cursed medium that doesn't deserve the respect of any kind of academy or individual. He thinks it's um, beneath children. He thinks it's a, a pathetic waste of art. Now, um, did you get a message from that from Paul or by David Zaslav, the Warner Brothers CEO? Oh, I'm sorry. Did that just come out? I'm not mentioning how I don't like the CEO of Warner Brothers Discovery. Oh, uh, we will save that for later. Paul, I mean, Paul does have a lot of the same opinions as people with the worst opinions. So, um, but like, that's just what most people would say. I wouldn't say that. No, I wouldn't say not. that about Paul. That's just that, like, he's known for that, like, just around, but not like by me. Yes. I wouldn't say that. So please, Paul, don't shut off the internet or the power before we, we need to get to the end. You'll be, uh, Paul, you'll be very pleasantly surprised with my number one movie of the year, okay? Yes. So you have I'm to let sure us I get there. I remember going through the list. I'll have to go through it again. 
I'm fairly certain I, when I'm going through the list, I remember what Paul's favorite one is, but I can't remember it right now. But I know I'll mention what it is so it gets a little shout out. Yeah, we'll we'll go we'll come back to this. Uh, I for said now it we before, should get into and I'll another. I'll say it again. You know, if Paul ever starts a, a cult, I'm drinking that Kool-Aid. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh we we discussed that recently. Um he's 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 good at at, at that. Um at you know, he he makes a mean Kool-Aid. I've yes. Heard. Not as good as Tang though. Tang is where he really comes to life. I um I had I literally had some tang the other day for the first time since Did I you? was a little child. Uh, it was a Did little. Did they have the orangutan on the? No, box they ditched no? it. Uh, they di- I am um, no, they didn't. It's it's upsetting. It, it's part of the fun. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, yes. uh, shall we move on? Yes, and I think we should probably go into our first segment now before. Another incident happens. Yeah, absolutely. An incidental Christmas. An accidental Christmas. That's what the title of this could almost <laughs> yeah. be. Unwanted Christmas is it six? I think so, six. Unwanted Christmas six. Accidental Christmas. That's so why we're before, cursed. It's a cursed number. I know. Six, six, six. There yeah, the go. devil's number. Yes. This is a cursed Christmas. Yes, so... Before, you know, something bad happens. Do we want to get into On This Day? On This Day? On This Day! I think I asked this question verbatim last year, but... Are we doing On This Day recording or On This Day Christmas? Oh, well, it's just some random Christmas stuff. It didn't Maybe it didn't specifically happen on okay, this around specific Christmas. day. Okay. But happened, it, it's a piece of history... <clears throat> Around this time, that has yeah. to deal with Christmas. All right. Yeah, I love that. I mean, that makes it extra exciting because what a day to recap yes. on this day. So, yeah. Let's so, do it. you know, one of the worst things that happens this time of year is when someone you met like maybe twice in your life, you meet them twice, fine. You're like, all right, that was a all right experience. Yeah, it wasn't great, wasn't bad, but after those two times meeting that person. For the next 20 years, you're stuck every year getting their Christmas cards. Oh, yeah. Yes. So you may be wondering, when was the first Christmas card created? Was its origin story? Well, in 1843... Who do we have to blame? Yes. Here's who you had to blame for why you have no stamps this time of year. In 1843, it was invented by Henry Cole, another Henry... With too many friends to write a letter to for the holidays, an old custom in England, Cole took advantage of the British Postal Office's penny post and sent a print of the same sketch and short message to everyone on his list. That's right. So when you complain about, well, why didn't you just... There was no thought or rhyme or reason into this Christmas card. That's because it was never meant to. There yeah. was never meant to be anything special about it. It just was, <clears throat> boom, same message could be yeah. to anyone. Yeah. The it's yeah the entire point of the tradition itself was, I don't have the time <laughs> to put any thought or care into this. I just want to infiltrate people's lives. Yes. I mean, you could just, maybe he just handed them out to anyone. Like, oh. Here is the guy on the who's selling newspapers 
on the side of the road. Here is here's a Christmas card to the waiter at the local diner or whatever. The pub, I guess, because it's in England. Yeah. But yes, so was never meant to be anything special. He could send it to his ex-wife. Just like, oh, best Christmas ever. Me and Joanna finally got married. And Carol is so upset. Like, <laughs> you jerk. And he's just like, the happiest I've ever been is when I'm with Joanne. And Carol's just like, this is so cruel. <laughs> Do like, I don't know what the custom is. But if you get divorced, should you still send a Christmas card to your ex-wife? Uh, that wow, uh, this feels like a dear Abby uh, question. Yes. Um, wow, I would say, um, I would say definitely no, definitely no. But yeah, you have too many. Maybe it's something to consider. You know, it's funny because in general, I'm a very like. Um, I think people are a little bit too like authoritarian with their approach to like, uh, like I don't know people detach from their past relationships i feel like in such a hostile way where it's like we can literally never talk again you're dead to me and that's <laughs> I always been bizarre that you to me. never existed it's always been bizarre to me like it's fine if you just eventually fall out you never talk again whatever but it, it feels very just like now i have to hate you and that's yes. always been sometimes it's very deserved, obviously, um, and that you should hate that person, never talk to them again. Uh, but it isn't always. And I think there are a lot of situations where it's fine to still be in contact in some way with an ex uh wife, girlfriend, husband, boyfriend, whatever. Um, I feel like if the a, a divorce with a Christmas card feels like a bridge too far is basically what I'm getting at where um, I just don't see any scenario, especially if you've moved on and are a new family where it feels appropriate <laughs> to send the card with you posing with your family to um, an ex person you've been Maybe. married to. It's just like, this is his year to get, the kids for Christmas yeah. and his card to everyone is a picture with him, his wife, the kid he had with his ex-wife and on the bottom says, ding dong, the witch is dead. <laughs> and she gets that. And at first, maybe she thinks he's talking about his mother or something. And she's just like, that that's how you create a lie. It's just like Christmas card. It was meant to like be very anti the wife. But turns out uh, the wife thought it was his mother who died. <laughs> and now you're stuck with this lie of... Yeah. <clears throat> how do you get out of a lie like that? Who knows? I, I tell you, so many lies because yeah. it's just fun. I... Yeah, it's the only thing going through my brain now because it, this reminded me of that. And it's too funny and also disturbing <laughs> to not bring up. Uh, have you seen... You've raised the hype. Have you seen these like images of like there's almost like it almost feels like it's become like a running joke with like super religious like nuclear family people uh, where it is related to Christmas cards um, <laughs> where people will send Christmas cards of their family where it's like the husband and if there are any sons, the sons 
posing extremely happy, smiling big, and that all of the <laughs> oh, women the in the family like ha- are like duct taped, and the sign <laughs> will say like "Peace on Earth." <laughs> yeah, finally lo- peace look, on Earth or something yeah, like that. Looking at those is like <laughs> it gives me an apocalyptic feeling. It's like it's oh, so boy. it's so disorienting where I'm just like ooh. Uh, read the room guy. <laughs> yes. Um, Pulling Andy Bernard right there. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Maybe, maybe, you know, now that you bring it up, maybe they don't go too far. Maybe it was, um, maybe if they really wanted to go extreme with their Christmas cards, they could do, you know, the whole how it started, how it's going now. Yeah. Maybe, like, for, like, the Christmas card, it could be, like, um... They could have it where on one side, it's the mom holding their baby, and on the end, it's the dad as Jesus, just dead on the cross. <laughs> how it started, how it's going. <laughs> oh, no. And then, and then it's just like, guys, maybe you went a little too far with your Christmas yeah. card this year. What? What's the big deal? Yeah. As Kirk um, Cameron would say, let us put Christ back into Christmas as he went <laughs> out course. into COVID to sing some holiday cheers. And at the end, everyone went. <laughs> yeah. Let's put the cough back into Christmas. Oh, exactly. Yeah. You know, the best type of Christmas is. Um, when, no, you no, I'm not... a, when you have a debilitating um, <laughs> respiratory Infection of some yes. kind. Yeah. I guess in Kurt Cameron's mind, the best type of Christmas <clears throat> is one where you have a tube down your throat. <laughs> I guess you, so. That's true. Because at least you have freedom. <laughs> yes, freedom <laughs> to get out, to stay in your hospital bed, to do whatever you want. Yeah. It's a good yes. Christmas. God, a Christmas card with like... Uh, I'm with Nana in the hospital and respirator, but at least we're free. I know it's like it's a picture of the whole family together. Nana's in the hospital bed, clearly on her way out at the bottom, and says hashtag freedom in red, white, and blue. (laughs) Wow. Um, you know, we really went dark this year with our Christmas cards, but yet we don't want Christmas cards. Well, I mean, I have, I have a, I have more. Uh, I guess, I guess I took it kindly because I know him. But um, I did get a Christmas card from uh, it, um, someone I really admire. Um, it basically, I got, I got an envelope in the mail. I opened it up, um, <clears throat> and uh, the stamp was just a meatball, um, which I didn't know they made those stamps. And oh, I opened yes. the card, and a little powder fell out. Oh, and yes. the card, I think it read something like, um, you're going to send me all the gifts or you're going to be sleeping at the bottom of an icy lake with the fishes. Oh, um, yes. And it was signed Babyface Antonio. <laughs> yes. And I just Maybe appreciate young, that. Maybe he knows how to spell or he's holding a gun to his mother's head saying, hey, spelling- Mom, why don't you make sure to <laughs> yeah. spell it right? No, the spelling was impeccable, but every single R was backwards. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Because, uh, um... He's just like, um, every time there's like a cop trying to negotiate with him and he's just like, Bayface Antonio, like, we'll get you the money, but I do have a question. Yeah, what's that, officer? Uh, You'll be good. Or this gonna stop being some brain splat all across the floor. (laughs) 
why did you put your R's backwards? What what was the point of that? <laughs> oh, well, you know, because I'm an adorable little Dickens. That's why. Yeah, to keep it you up know? appearances. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, when you first see me, you'll want to hug me and squeeze these little cheeks. But, you know, 20 minutes later, you'll be cleaning up your own blood after I shoot you. <laughs> uh, That's the meaning of Christmas for babyface Antonio. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's for that and getting a new rocking horse. Oh, exactly. <laughs> and, um, you know, if Santa Claus wants to be good this year, um, maybe give me the fancy rocking horse with the light-up eyes. Uh, you know, it'd be horrible if this Christmas Eve, yeah, my mother and daddy went up to the North Pole and maybe took a candy cane to his kneecaps and, uh, <laughs> you know, bada-bing, bada-boom, no toys for Christmas this year. Oh, yes. Uh, you know, I just, I love that he is so mature and well-spoken, but he still puts toys above everything, and I appreciate the child in his heart, because he yes. is, he is literally a child. Um, yes. Christmas but, in his heart. But he's not yeah. afraid to go to the extreme, like, hey, you don't want another incident, like what happened with Rudolph, when Santa woke up, and he was just like, he woke up in bed, and so it's like, What's this? And found Rudolph's head in his bed, like the opening of The Godfather. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Um, and like, yeah, I got a lot of Christmas cards this year, though, and I appreciated that one because I just didn't think uh, Babyface Antonio was the kind to uh, send a Christmas card. I did get another one um, that uh, there was nothing written on the blank side of the postcard at all. Um, it was just scratching scratch and sniff stickers that um all smelled like doo-doo and pee oh and yes there was like a toilet sticker um which uh you know felt yeah felt very very 90s very uh you know at a place in my heart um felt like i was a kid again uh, oh yes but this was an adult who sent it so yeah um i'm surprised it did get to me because um, unlike Babyface Antonio, um, every word in my address was spelled wrong. Yes. So, uh, Huck, the, uh, prospector did yes. not, in fact, um, uh, well, he, he, you know, he, maybe, he sent a card to, it was nice. Maybe if you looked outside, you saw some foot, um, footprints in the snow <clears throat> because he yeah. was the one delivering it. Going, he just had to do it himself. Merry Christmas, bud. <laughs> and he just went all around. Merry Christmas, everyone! But what he didn't know was that it was November 25th. But, you know, yeah. we won't put that past Huck. But he was so excited. Hell, wait, man! And, yeah. And, you know, he got his favorite part of Christmas is, you know, the 24th at 1130, heading to the bathroom, letting it all out, says, Best kind of poop of the years of Christmas dump. <laughs> yeah. What? Uh, no, but I actually think the reason why it eventually made it to me uh, for real, because um, uh, he wouldn't have been able to make it to my address because I don't believe he knows how to drive. Um, but no. this, I actually heard the smartest guy in his family made drove him oh. up here. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And he has a lot of points on his record. He, um, 
might not even technically have a license, and it took them a while to get here from wherever they are. But uh, <laughs> sometimes yeah. someone has to like tap his shoulder for when the light turns red, so he stops the <laughs> yeah. car. It's, yeah, honey, it's it, his 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 dad is just like, uh, son, it's turning yellow. You might want to slow down. Uh, son, it's turning yeah. it's turning yellow. You gotta slow down. Uh, I'll slow down when I feel like it, pa. Like, yeah, son, it's red. Hurry. Okay, pa. I, I stopped it. Yeah, but you know he is the best driver in the family. He is. He's the only one who bothered to take the test. Yeah, yeah, and he's got that up on everyone. So, um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, the cards made it to me. It was nice. Um, so, I don't know. Did, uh, in in a in a gen, not necessarily way for you to just bounce off. Do you typically get um a lot of Christmas cards at all? Because I feel like I don't. <laughs> I do not. I do not. I don't know. Besides, you know, our friends like Skipper and the Captain. You know, <clears throat> this year we all got little messages in glass bottles. Mm. Fortunately, right. tiny little Coca Cola bottles, so you had to smash it to get the letter open. <clears throat> but um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and all of, all of it was uh, uh, help me take down the Captain, and the and yeah. the treasure's yours. He's he's trying to do bounties now. The skipper, he uh, yes. he's he, he ha- doesn't he, he has some kind of curse apparently put upon him where he can't get the job done himself. But I would never want to tell. Like yeah, so I know, but I would never want to tell the captain because it would just break his heart. Oh no, he just <clears throat> he'd be upset, especially if he found out that um, the skipper has all this money. That that he's willing to give out to kill the captain, and he's just like, yeah. One day he'll walk in, and uh, the captain will be like, "Oh, skipper, look at all this money! No, captain, you can't have any of my booty. That's mine." And he says, "Oh no, skipper, the only booty I'll be getting is from your sister." Wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's that's me, precious sister, captain. Yeah. <laughs> oh. She wasn't so insight. precious and pure when I saw her last week, Skipper. <laughs> <laughs> no, Captain, I don't want to know. How dark do I take this? Oh, Skipper. He's <laughs> like, but, but Skipper, <laughs> but Skipper, when did this happen with your mother? You said, why didn't you tell me? So now I'm telling. <laughs> so now I'm oh, telling Skip- you about the sister. <laughs> oh, oh, Skipper. The women in your family are so friendly. Oh, no, Captain, don't say that! That's me sister and me mother! Oh. Captain, he... <laughs> Someday they will be related. Somehow. But... Yeah. Uh, you know, there there is one other card that I did get, but I don't know if I... I don't know if I'd call it a Christmas card because I don't know if he understood... Like he was just like, oh, this is when you send out stuff. I don't know. I I opened it up and it appeared to just be a bunch of headshots. I guess the unemployed actor was looking for work and he thought that maybe I was the next best thing to an agent. But I, oh, you know, yes. I didn't. I didn't have some. So I've got those hanging on my fridge. <clears throat> Every Christmas Eve, he performs by himself the Nutcracker. Yeah. But because Nutcracker is is ballet. He has to improv all the lines. Yeah. And it's really weird to see this 30-year-old dude just performing, crying about his broken nutcracker. Oh, my 
my nutcracker. Give it to me, my papa. Before the Russian World War One. Ow! The <clears throat> nutcracker is broken like my childhood as daddy goes off to war, probably to die. It's the only yeah. thing I have left. This Christmas is ruined. Now take <clears throat> me sugar plum fairy. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. I don't know that much about the Nutcracker. Yeah. I, feel I did like know I, I went there I've one time the... with a criminal to see a performance. With a criminal? With a criminal. We oh, didn't know cool. it at the time, but he was uh, oh. like uh, stealing money from my great-grandmother. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Cool. That's always cool. good. It's always good. But hey, he still got his front row seats, so... <laughs> So there's that. Oh, maybe it's a little bit of a trade-off. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, <clears throat> uh, yeah, good Christmas so far. Yes. Well, I don't know what else to say. Um, but uh, yeah, I guess I was trying to remember where we even were. There's the invention. We're of sending Christmas cards. Christmas cards which I, I think yeah. unless you have something cool, there's no need to send a Christmas card. Like. Don't send me a photo of yourself in your ugly sweater, especially one where you duct tape your wife or something, because it's cliche now. <laughs> Please don't do that. Yeah, Absolutely do not do that. Um, I think, I don't, like, to me it's one of those things where, like, um, people are you know not you should going do. You know what you should do? This may be going too far, but maybe if you get a Christmas card like that, you just like um, send a f in response because you know a photo like that that ruins your Christmas. Mm -hmm. the, the, you know that creepy like conservative nuclear family. You send yeah. them a card of just like <clears throat> you and your family dressed up, just all in black or something, just just <laughs> like hail Satan. <laughs> that would be that my Christmas them. card. Yeah, that would be awesome. That would be a my kind of Christmas card for sure. Um, that yeah, that is the perfect response because then they're yes. not going to send you cards anymore. But uh, yeah, with the, I just feel like no one's going to unless be they go to your door you and start sending send like trying to do Christmas carols in front of your house, yeah. like these very obscure, obscure ones that no one's knows. Maybe sung in Latin or something. Yeah, they're singing like a, it's like a Gregorian chant. Yeah. Yes. Uh, it's a, a a pale, um, like spiked up black clothing individual stands straight up tall and sings a Gregorian chant, or like a black metal song, just like um, some kind of a wailing scream. Uh, <laughs> it's their rendition of uh, <clears throat> Carol of the Bells. Yes. So yeah. Um, so were there any other on this days? Uh, no, I think that was pretty much what we had for this time. You know, well, it's we, a big one. Yeah, we have been running this episode. We already went longer with some technical issues and some. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So do we want to move on to our next segment? Yes, absolutely. Yes. So I don't know. Was that one you brought up earlier? You the one only thing you had prepared or was there anything else um yeah that's pretty much it i had if if we don't have enough i have an idea but i don't think we'll need to get to it so we can okay move on to yours. now i did get some in, an interesting thing from paul really 
Yeah, interesting. Paul's actually wants our input on something. Hmm. So that's not the kind of relationship we usually have. No, it's okay. it's weird. But I guess it's in lieu of our Christmas bonus that we're not going to get this year. Oh, that's right. Paul, you know, he's getting to the Christmas spirit. What does he want the most? Money. That's what he wants for Christmas. Money, maybe power, but that's not that's not time for that yet. <laughs> so <laughs> that time will come. <laughs> that time will come. <laughs> that's what he says. He, every yeah. text message is that time will come. Dot dot dot. Okay, Paul. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Calm down, Paul. Yeah. We know you'll get your power someday. Yeah. Whether it's um <clears throat> I don't know, whether it's from running the company or like getting Mjolnir or something. You'll get your power, Paul. Calm down. Or maybe yeah. he just wants power aid. I don't yeah, know why it's power aid over Gatorade, but he's low on electrolytes. Yes. You know, one thing that Paul loves to do is to make people work on holidays. That's his favorite thing to do. Again, it's that power thing that he loves. So, Paul is asking some of our guests, some of our recurring special guests to go to work. And he actually gave us the option. Do we want every do we want unemployed actors to work this Christmas or do we ruin everyone's holiday? And make everyone work this Christmas. <clears throat> because um, what he has in mind is he <clears throat> wants our guest stars. Obviously, we, we can't do it because we're recording the show. He wants our guest stars to go to malls, to the streets, and perform as Santa Claus. Oh. Yes. So, do we want unemployed actor... Or do we want to ruin everyone's Christmas just in one fail swoop? <laughs> yeah. Um, it's interesting because if... Uh, with the unemployed actor, um, he would be employed as kind of an actor. He would. And that's big. Uh, that that's, would be big. That's unprecedented. That would be a big character development. That'd be um, big for him. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> as for everyone, I mean, it's like... I feel like, um, you know, there, there's more, there's more boots on the ground in that, in a sense, in that case, uh, you know, we got more people out there, but, um, um, I I don't know. I don't know what you're feeling, but I, I feel like, you know, we've been hearing for a long time about these, uh, sad lone room, uh, one man performances. I feel like it's time to see if our unemployed actor friend has the chops to do just a one, an odd job. Yes. It is finally his time to shine Mm -hmm. in the role he was born to play. So part of the role is actually isn't his, I I think I remember that the unemployed actor's name, we never released it, but I think his name is Christopher. I think right? that sounds familiar. His name is Christopher. And he's going to play Santa Claus? Yes. I believe wow. that's how it's going to go. Chris. So, Chris is going to play Santa Claus. Yes. So, part of the job of Santa Claus is to respond to kids and their letters. Mm-hmm. So, would you like to pick a number between one and five about oh. which lucky kid will get a response from Santa Claus, played by our good friend, the unemployed actor, alias Christopher. All right. 
I'm going to uh, go to uh, diedice.com and roll a D5, a five-sided die, to randomize it. And I got three. Three? All right. So what is <clears throat> number three? <clears throat> All right. So this letter is from a kid who decided to take upon himself to write a naughty list. Oh, okay. He wrote, Dear Santa, I'm only doing this for the class. I know your naughty list is empty, and your good list is empty, and your life is empty. <laughs> you don't know the trouble I've had in my life. Goodbye, love, I'm not telling you my name. So this kid is a little snitch. He doesn't, wow. but he's he's not willing to go on the record. He's off the record, but he's yeah. saying, "Hey, these are all the names of the kids who are bad." Wow. And he's just like, "I'm doing this because I know your life is empty. You have nothing to live for." Yeah, so, that's true. What does our unemployed actor friend respond to in character as Santa Claus to this? Yeah kid who refuses to be on the record yeah i mean he's a, he's a verbose gentleman he's uh you know he his life is the stage and yes <clears throat> everything is another plot point in the story um so uh I feel like the 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 answer would reflect that in some way. Um, uh, it's probably some kind of like philosophical phrase, something that he could, um, you know, uh, that would be sort of like um, the moral of the film, the 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 film that is like yes. He would probably, you know, oh, well, little boy, don't you know that snitches get stitches? Yes, he's just like, oh, son, I hope no, there's not one day would you get a pocket tip and go to prison because once you snitch, they'll come after you. Oh, it doesn't matter who you are. They'll take a shake and they'll stab you. Is that what you want for Christmas? To, to, to lie in the rack room of the prison and to go out that way. Now, you <laughs> must not be a snitch for snitches. Get the stitches. And I'm afraid that's one scar that will never properly heal. You don't want that life. I, I moonlighted as an actor studying a role in a prison. I, I spent many fortnights there trying to... <laughs> <laughs> to act the role as 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 method as I could, as my heroes would, and my I can tell you that the one thing I took away <laughs> is how to make a. Uh, I took two things away, and one was that snitches don't get snitches, sti snitches get stitches, and the other was how to make a shank out of uh, a um uh, out of a macaroni noodle. From a craft box of mac and cheese. 
Oh, I was in character as a prisoner. And they would say, are you wearing a wire? And I would say, oh, prisoner, the only wire between us is our brotherhood. Don't you remember when we would make the, the wine in the toilet? It's sweet taste. But look at me. I am not wearing a wire. And that was the time the wire fell out. And they said, what is that? And I said... It is the wire device. from my heart of our brotherhood, and you've severed it with your untrustworthiness. It has been persona- personified <laughs> because a, I, it is a prop, and I am an actor. This isn't a wire. This is, uh, this is, it's a, uh, what are those called? Uh, it's a lav mic, because the <laughs> life, my life is a stage, and everything needs to be captured. <laughs> For what is for what is cell block D if not the biggest stage of all? Hey you, shut up! I'm trying to sleep. Oh, but how can you sleep? Oh, like give the performance of a lifetime as our brotherhood is falling apart. That's not what you want, kid. You must not be a snitch. Look at these scars. <laughs> every time uh, Santa's uh, every time Santa reaches up. To get another present, he's remembered of the betrayal he felt by his brother. That's true. His his brother really did a number on him. Yes, his brother <clears throat> in prison. He oh, may yeah. he may have murdered his family, but the biggest crime of all was turning his back on me. Uh, at this point, the uh, kid. Um... Uh, are we imagining that this kid has delivered this message, uh, like at a mall Santa situation? Or... Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, then this, uh, yeah, this kid has definitely left <laughs> halfway through this, <laughs> this, this, this And at the end, Santa's house, he's like, don't leave me like my prison brothers they say we they say we were a gang and we were a gang until three of them were executed and four of them were released on supervised release <laughs> yeah um i mean i'm uh i i'm feeling i i guess should we give some notes to Christopher, the unemployed actor? Yes. What are some notes that help him better his performance? Because, like, I mean, not that he'd necessarily be receptive to it, but I just feel like he really needs... If he wants if he wants the second job he ever gets... Yes. Then he's going to have to, you know, take some feedback. Um, I feel like... Direction. You know, not everyone is, you know, an actor with the voice. Um, I feel like he needs to improve on uh you know he doesn't really have a santa voice not in uh the way i've come to expect no and not you know i would suggest you know you don't have to have a santa voice you can go for roles that suit your capabilities more um i don't have any examples of those roles but something to keep in mind or, you know, uh, if if you want, if you're passionate about playing good old uh, Chris Kringle, um, Christopher, then I would suggest, you know, 
working on it, voice exercises, change your voice significantly. Yes. Uh, you know, uh, maybe if you throw in a few ho ho hoes once in a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I really, I at no point did I stop seeing, and it's because of the electrifying presence that is unemployed actor but at no point did i necessarily stop seeing the unemployed actor and start seeing santa claus and th- oh, that yes. is that is a problem if you're gonna very be, important yeah so yes that's my bit of feedback yes so there we go who knows maybe we'll check back in on <clears throat> unemployed actor and see how he's doing with another kid oh yeah for sure Yes, but should we move on to our next segment? I would love that. Another segment, can't get enough of them. Yes. So, um, by the way, there's something I need to remember to play at the end of the episode. Okay. All right, so... You know, it's Christmas time, and as we said earlier, Paul loves making money. That, just to him, is the best feeling in the world. And I think you you know what that means. It is time once again for us to, I guess, be shills in a way, and yeah, put a out great segment for it. Yes, and help push one of Paul's products in Paul's product placements. Yeah, P P uh, P cubed. Yes, P P P. S- so, which one did we want? I'll choose a random one. Oh, okay. This one's a little bit self-describing. This one, self-explanatory. It's All, all we really have is a title, but I'm sure you can Google it. All right. It is the Inflatable Titanic Backyard Slide. Oh, the Inflatable Titanic? Titanic. It's literally half the Titanic standing up as you slide down into the water. Oh, no. It's inflatable. You can get it yourself. <clears throat> yeah, this is literally um, like a like 45-degree angle Titanic uh, boat uh, replica uh, of blown up with air. With some uh, like slip and slide style blue blow up water at the bottom that turns into a wave. Yes. Um, no life rafts on this boat. You know, um, the question with something like this comes up, uh, and I'm really trying to sell this product here because, like, you know, um, again, Paul, I, I want us to have power and internet until we've gotten through our, our special. I want to say what my favorite movie yes. of the year is, my favorite show of the year, all that stuff. And I can't do that. if it, So I'm going to really try and sell this. <clears throat> With stuff like this, you know, the question always has to come up, is it too soon? Are we being insensitive? Yes. Now, it has been 110 years. Yeah, and that's why... Uh, and I think that they could use this as as like their slogan. Um, it's not too soon. Get over it. And yes. so let's all say what we've all been thinking this whole time. When you saw the movie, you saw the illustrations. Yes. It looks like a fun slide. It does, doesn't it? 
I mean, you can't, it's novel. You see a boat at a complete 45 <laughs> degree angle. Things, you see, you know, a table. Imagine being on that table. How are you supposed to get up there? Um, probably a ladder up on the back. You know, I bet, I bet the, uh, maybe that's the part Titanic of why Paul needs to that. sell them because that was a design part they forgot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They, they made 10,000 of them and blew one up as a, a sample. And they're like, yup. Looking good, and then one person's like, "How do you get up?" And then Dad, you want to play on it? How do I get up? And he's like, "Oh crap! Uh, toss the kid onto the top." Uh, yeah. Um, because it'd be inauthentic for the Titanic to have a ladder, but I have no idea how they're supposed to get up. Yeah, I'm trying to see if there's another angle on it, but uh. I don't know. I'm not seeing. I'm not seeing that. <laughs> anyway, I guess that's something <laughs> they'll have to figure out. I don't see any way to get up there. No, but no, it's a good thing. It's a good thing because it's it's accurate. Because why would a boat have a ladder on that? Exactly. In fact, uh, what, that's yeah. part of the challenge. Kind of like Jack. Remember, he had to kind of jump and get his way onto that boat. In a way, that is itself is more fun than the actual slide. How do you get onto this sinking boat? Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, yeah, it's kind of like uh, one of those things where, like, you know, you might come to find that uh, the grind of trying to get up there is the fun of this thing. That, um, you know, you can imagine that you are um, trying to get away from the water. You're trying to climb oh, yes. your way up the boat. And then once you get to the top of it, you can say you're king of the world. Oh, exactly. So, um, you know what? This just reminds me of something. Before I get into uh, what else this could be used for. You know, the last survivor of the Titanic. Let me try. She was... She died, like, in 2010, I think. Um... Passengers, let's see, I, I don't know, I think 2009, okay, and if I remember right, she would go to, she was involved in documentaries and radio and television, she was, um, she died in 2009, Okay, and she would be part of these Titanic interviews and stuff, these documentaries. But yeah, she was only two months old when the event actually happened. Should she have really been interviewed and all that? Because <laughs> honestly, what is she really going to say? Yeah, I yeah. Um, how did being on a boat when you were a kid affect you? <laughs> two months old. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, for all I know, I was on the Titanic. I wouldn't remember that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> She'd be like, oh, it's a time I'll never forget. The water <laughs> was rushing everywhere as we crashed into the rocks. You mean the iceberg? Oh, right, right, the iceberg. The iceberg. <laughs> I totally forgot about it. I didn't see the movie, guys. But <laughs> it was horrible. All the deaths and there were no lifeboats there were a few oh there were a few but it felt like there were none oh my <laughs> but not enough for the women and children they let the women and children go first oh but not for <laughs> but the worst part was when 
we had to choose between if my father or our pet dog would go, and we would say, you know what? Mother can remarry, but when are we ever going to finally get just the perfect golden retriever ever again? So we had to choose, and we chose the dog. It didn't help that a few weeks later he got some chocolate, and it was all for nothing, but we got yeah. there. Yeah, survived the Titanic only to fall to uh, some cocoa. Yes. <clears throat> um. So, yeah, buy this thing. Yes, but besides just playing, because anyone can just play on it, is there anything it could be used for? And I would yeah. say one thing that pops into mind, partially because of the movie, is it could be used to help your kid with their violin lessons. Because if you remember in the movie, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. they take their violins and they play that sad song. Mm-hmm. As, as they yeah. just are like, jail minutes men are playing with you tonight. Yeah, if you're training to be someone who on cruises or on passenger ships uh, plays music and you want your best performance to be the one that happens when you're about to die in a cold <laughs> lake uh, as the boat sinks to the bottom, and like that's kind of your like final performance, and you want that to really... Sh- you don't want to choke during that final performance, you know? Wouldn't that be embarrassing? Exactly. Like, you saw the You saw the movie. They didn't choke. They didn't make they a didn't. mistake. They played their songs. So... To make that happen, you need to be able to practice a lot. I'm saying like, you know, so you you climb your way up there, which is half the fun. And then you you get up there and that's where you practice violin every day. And during that time, as as you practice, you know, you're done when the your parent starts to deflate and let the air out of the thing. And you are literally sinking with the Titanic as you play your song. And if you can do that, then maybe you can accomplish your parents' dreams of you playing the violin at people's funerals. Because if you can handle the pressure of your own death, other people's death really doesn't matter. Yeah, it's nothing. Nothing. (laughs) Could you imagine, just like, here as we lay um, grandpa to rest, and you're playing the violin, and you hear, squeak! And then, (laughs) like, the the people blowing the casket are like, what the crap was that? And And then you hear, boom! And then the the coffin just drops into the ground and it's like, it's okay. It's okay. You okay, grandpa? Oh, it doesn't matter. He'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah. So, I mean, uh, for that niche of people who want to practice for that moment in their lives, that's a great product. Yes. And of course, if you ever, if, if you're a person who goes on a, if you're a boating person, which I don't understand, I don't understand the appeal of, like, wanting to own a boat. Just like, I'm going to go sailing. It's just, why? Why? Just literally Google image the water, and that's all you really need. But if you really want to, like, if you ever have, like, a three-year-old on a boat with you, like your kid, you just go out fishing, and he one time tries to grab the wheel. You're like, oh, no, 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 son. You know what happens if you try to grab the wheel? You sit him down, you tell him the stories of the Titanic, you have him play on that thing, it's like, that's all happened. Just so you know, we don't got any lifeboats on here either. You play with the wheel, we're going down, just like in the Titanic. And guess what, kiddo? There are no doors for you to go on to survive. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I, I hope that does resonate with everyone, um, and I hope you buy it. Yes. I so mean, we need, it's a, we need it. It's a great product, again... 
more fun to climb up than it is to uh and if, wait, isn't that kind of what they did in the movie? They start climbing up as it goes. I think so. Yes. Yeah, they sort of use some uh, of the fixtures and stuff. So in a way, it's up. more screen accurate. Like you climb up just to go back down. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And you know, honestly, um, uh, if um, say like Disney wants to buy it as something to base their ideas for the future. Um, That's right, because Titanic is a Disney movie now. Well, yeah, because I... Well, was that Paramount? Well, the reason why I say that is because I think that Disney's next thing should be Titanic World. Um, And the reason why I say that is because I think that they should ditch the, like, Avatar Land thing they're doing and choose a different James Cameron picture in its place. I think that they should... My pitch to Disney right now is Titanic Titanic Land. And it's yes. an entire section of the park where you get to play on uh, a... By the way, I did find boat. out it's a Paramount movie, so... Yeah, but I mean, still, like, they just... They have the... Uh, they have a James Cameron property on their side. They can work they a can little magic. They can make a deal, maybe. It's either, it'll either go there or Universal, so why not? <laughs> mm-hmm. Or they could put it in one of their Disney water parks, like uh, mm-hmm. Blizzard Beach, which <laughs> um, it's been 17 years since I went there. My feet still hurt of the oh thought of going there. Have you ever been to Blizzard Beach? I don't think so. I... It is like, I think it's because I, I hated it so much. But, you know, I think my dad said, you know, it's so you don't slip and fall. I'm just like, no, it's just like ridges that like, in the as you get in the water, it's like... It's not smooth. It's just like full of these. So every time you step, your feet hurt so much. That's right. Like the the inside of the pool, the bottom of the pool has a little. Okay. And it hurts. God forbid. If you fall, oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Just just like you might as well not get up because your knee, it'll look like a scene from from Jaws or something because it'll be like just blood just spilling out into the thing. (laughs) Yeah. Wonderful. Um, so, uh, that's a good ad time. Um, is that all the ads? I mean, do you have any other ad- ads? Because, I mean... No, I think, you know, just so we can make sure we can cram as much in, we'll just go with one, because, you know, mm-hmm. we've had a lot of stuff come up, a lot of issues with this episode. Oh, yeah, and you know what? And the interesting thing, as quickly as it arrived, um, this Christmas episode is reaching a length of conclusion uh oh it is uh even though you know a lot of the technical difficulties and stuff are going to be cut as even still um we've talked a lot of christmas we've had a lot of segments gotten into the christmas spirit and um i think it's time to think about what the last segments are going to be yes did we want to um what? If any, if you have any. Well, do we want to real quick check in with unemployed actor one last time and then we'll go out with our beloved segment of all. Wonderful. Yes. Yes. So, I don't know if you wanted to do a number between 1 and 4 this time to see what uh, lucky kid oh, yeah, like a lottery sure. drawing. What lucky kid will get to see Santa this time? All right, rolling a four-sided die. Two. Two. All right, and what is 
Message number two. All right, so unemployed actor. He's, you know, I like to think maybe this time he's on a street because he doesn't just want to be Santa in the mall. This time he's on the street ringing the bell, but yeah, also listening to kids saying what they want for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, you know, you know what? Can I just say something real quick? You know what, what? looks really cool that I, I, I think I want? <clears throat> for the first time in years, I'm like, I think I might want a certain action figure for Christmas. Oh, really? They show, I saw at Target, they have the, because it was supposed to come out in October, they had the, some of the Spider-Verse action figures, like oh, awesome. Spider-Man and Miles. But you know that what it sucks? I, I, what? I, wouldn't, I wouldn't buy it from a store at all. Mm-hmm. Because they're not behind the plastic. It's just kind of out there, and they're kind of oh. tied in. So any kid could touch them. Yeah. And you know there's going to be some parents, because you see <laughs> it a lot, who are just like, play with this while we shop, and then we'll put it back. Yeah. And you know Spider-Man was chewed on, like his head was chewed on or something, <laughs> and you're just like, why yeah. would you not put it behind plastic? Yeah, not exactly collector safe. No. Or- Which, by the way, I read something on the back of the Peter Parker package that I'll bring it up in our coming soon, but oh, it looks it it raised the hype for Spider Verse. Just reading. Oh, that. awesome! Cool. So, I can't wait to yeah. hear. Have you seen the trailer for it? Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Okay. Oh, oh there was another. Yo, know, I'll save it. Yeah, we'll talk about it. There was something sure. that that really will have no effect on the movie. But it's a quick little thing that will get fans real excited. Just like cool. a special little, like, it'll pull at your heart. Yeah. It's a very special gift they did. Just a fun <clears throat> little thing. Cool. Hopefully better than Crisis. But we'll, we'll get into that later. All right, so number two. is fr- This kid says, Dear Santa, I think you are a fat man. He just he doesn't bury the lead. He's just, we're getting into it right here, right here <laughs> and think- now. I think this. Dear Santa, I think you are a fat man, and I'm not leaving you any cookies because Mrs. Claus said you're on a diet. You need to stay away from junk food and don't eat too much on your trip around the world. That's why I'm leaving you vegetables this year with ultra-skim milk. I hope you lose some weight because with all those toys and you, I start to (laughs) Feel sorry for Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixit, Comet, Cupid, Donner, Blitzen, and Rudolph. I sure hope he brought everything I asked for. Well, see you later. Since I didn't see you this year in person, I hope to see you next year. <laughs> Hopefully, probably looking more trim and fit. Yeah. Well, I say you wouldn't treat... An actor with disrespect, <laughs> we're high class in society, and I know I'm playing a character, but it feels like you're cutting straight to me. <laughs> He's just like, do you know that at one time, I, like Christian Bale, went down to 80 pounds? But then to get into this role, I bulked up every day, chicken and burgers and pizza and oh. I mean, I'm not going to lie, it was fun, but oh, it was rough getting up and realizing I had done more than what was asked, but that is the life of an actor, to always give and give and give. <laughs> um, and yeah, I wasn't able, <laughs> yeah, I wasn't a, uh, invited to call back for the Eternals, but it was because <laughs> I wasn't willing to bulk up for that. 
<laughs> yes. Now, we got to remember, he has to stay in character as Santa. Well, he's not that good at that, is the problem. Oh, exactly. <laughs> He'll just go on and on. That's why he's And the kid he's will be very confused, just like, huh, I didn't know Santa at one time was in prison. Yeah. <laughs> he's just like, um, and sometimes he'll, maybe part of it is just like, I never thought while I was overeating how it would strain the reindeer. Oh, the backs must be horrible lugging. <laughs> my large, my large buttocks all around the world, all in one night. Yet, if you think about it with the way the Earth goes around the equator, I think it'd be three days, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the poor reindeer, I see why they resort some years to cannibalism because they're so weak. They just can't take it anymore, poor Rudolph. His nose will never light again. We had to superglue a flashlight to the top of his head. And you know the batteries only last for so long, not long enough to deliver presents around the world. <laughs> you really don't understand my pain, child. And Mrs. Claus, talk about a she-devil herself, so rude and mean. Oh, she has no one else in the North Pole to take her, her frustrations on than I, for she puts on a brave face for the elves. But once we get inside, it's, why don't you get off your fat, lazy butt and do something? And I say, but dear, I'm delivering gifts to everyone around the world. And she says, I don't care. I want a new car. And I want to be in sunshine. And I say, but dear, that is not possible for us. And she says, I wish I'd never come to the North Pole. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, now that's... That's a career-defining performance. Like, I think that... The, I actually do think that this question would give the unemployed actor that career-defining performance that he's been looking for. Yes. It would. So, yes. And he talks about, Oh, some people hit the bottle! Some people shoot up heroin! And, but is it too much for Santa to look at one little measly cookie and think this is the one thing in life that gives me happiness? <laughs> Let it take my feet from the diabetes. Let it make it so I can never fit in this belt again. But just for one moment, Santa's happy. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> that feeling you feel on Christmas morning. I do not exaggerate when I say how much I would give to just have one moment where I actually smile because it's rough being Santa Claus. The kid's like, okay, you're overdoing it. <laughs> oh, exactly. And he's just like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, life is that rough for you, Santa. Oh, it's so tough. And the, the worst thing about being Santa is that I never die. It just keeps it, going on and on forever. Yeah. Uh, hey, Santa, have you tried going to therapy? <laughs> oh, but what therapist will take Santa if he has to travel all the way to the North Pole? Yeah, but they do like they do like virtual therapy now. It's <laughs> he's just like no for Santa's only therapy. It's when he takes a bite of that cookie and just for a moment feels happiness. Yeah, so you're using substances to heal Santa. It's not healthy. Yeah, and he's just like, well, 
At least it's better than your father, the the raging alcoholic. And he's just like, look, look, he's like, Sandy, you take that back. Daddy's gone to rehab. Daddy hasn't gone to rehab. He's gone to Rio with his secretary. <laughs> what you don't know is that you have a brother, little kid. You have a brother who he loves more than you. So, Give Santa a break and let him have the damn cookie. Please, I want this. I want 2% of whole milk, not skim. He's a fine jerk. <laughs> Goes off crying. Well, then fine. I shall burn your Christmas presents as fire kindle in my palace at the North Pole. How would you like that, you little brat? I think... I worry about unemployed actor. Yeah, <laughs> some stuff is really coming out. He he does. Yes. I'm starting to feel like it's not Santa who needs to go to therapy, but it's um, yes, yeah, not Chris Kringle, but Chris the man himself. The worst part is after that blow up, he goes, "Now it's time for a bit to smile with Santa," and then you have the photo of Santa smiling, but the kid just screaming and in tears, and just <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Well, um, that was uh, hard to see the unemployed actor do that. But again, I thought it was a career-defining performance, and I think that that bodes well for him. Um, you know, you yes. gotta have pain. Uh, Let's see life. if he can get that gig again next year, and what happens? Yeah, we'll see if it, it if it. Let's see if it builds his resume. Because that's really, yes. he needed that. He might be unemployed again now. It, it didn't <laughs> yeah. last long. As of right now, as of right now, he's officially again unemployed. <laughs> unemployed actor. That is how long it lasted. And yes. um, I mean, his career literally lasted this whole episode. Yeah, that's the extent of his career. So <laughs> we'll see if at least it's a resume builder for him. Yes. So I believe it's that time. That the time most wonderful where... time of year. Oh, yes. Happens multiple times of year, which is every single episode of the show at the oh, end exactly. of the episode when we read a question uh, during our most beloved segment, which is our beloved Dear Abby. That's right. Let us go with this one for this person who needs help. Dear Abby, the holiday season is here with the traditional family dinner get-togethers. Our problem is our two children, ages 27 and 29, don't like each other and rarely have contact during the year. This creates such stressful holiday meals that my wife and I would prefer to simply not have them. What words should we use to explain to both of them that we will no longer host holiday family dinners in the future? The conundrum arises if one of them says, well, I can come for Thanksgiving so Jesse can come up for Christmas, which, divide us, which divides us all in a way that is unacceptable. Although we have asked them to work out their issues, they have made no progress. Your advice? Signed, Dad Stressed by the Holidays. Right. So, even at ages 29 and 27, 
They yeah. still haven't buried their issues over, hey, it was my <laughs> turn with the PS2. Yeah. Get out of here. <clears throat> and then, you know, when he didn't, he ripped off the teddy bear's head, and they haven't gotten over yeah. the issues of it. But... They're, they've they're fully like, taken um, their, uh, uh, their like, brother-brother dynamic or whatever it was. I forget if... Uh, uh, <laughs> Yeah. You know, I don't think it's said. One oh, of them okay. was Jesse, but that can um, go either I, way. Their sibling-sibling relationship has never left uh, a childhood dynamic. They're, uh, as a family, yes. um, it's like a calm affair. There are no, like, children left in, in the house or anything. Uh, they're opening presents, <laughs> and it's just like, oh, what? why did, what were their names again? <laughs> Jesse and... Uh, one was Jesse. Okay, um, I don't think it said the other's names. Ryan. Um, <laughs> why, why did Ryan, Ryan get an Xbox One? That's so uncool. I asked for that, <laughs> and you said you were going to give him the Nintendo Switch. Because he's the young one. <laughs> the worst part is, is that their fights came at more extreme. Give me that Xbox One, Ryan. No, it's mine, Jesse. Well, you bastard. And they just they go, and then yeah. there's like punches everywhere. And then mom just like, no. um, yeah. What the dad's name? John. John, call the cops. We gotta break up the boys again. And then as they're being handcuffed away, they're like. Merry Christmas, Mom. What a great Christmas. <laughs> yeah, Dad. Best Christmas ever. Bail us now out. Now imagine this Year's. exact same situation, uh, but like with a more 27 and 29 problem where they open a gift and like, oh, what? Mom, I can't believe you gave Ryan the pale ale IPA from, from the local brewery this Christmas. I was supposed to get that. <laughs> oh, exactly. So it sounds like mom and dad just like, you know what? We quit. We we don't want anyone to come over for Christmas. Mm -hmm. We're done. Which, hey, look, if I ever accidentally become a parent. <laughs> and it will be accidentally. Once you hate that, once yeah. you hit that age, we're done. Yeah. Yeah, accidentally. One day it'll be like Logan, where, like I said, I'll fall <clears throat> at Blizzard Beach. Skin my knee and blood everywhere. Some jerk from a lab will yeah. scoop up some of that blood and make a cl little clone yeah. of me like they did in Logan. For sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. Once you hit that, once you hit that age, you know we're, we're kind of done. Like, I'm not your parent. Yeah. I'm not your friend. Just go. Yeah. It's like a pet. You yeah. set it out and it's like you are you on can, your yeah, own. Go. You can wrap it up. Go wrap we're up done. the wrapping gifts. Wrap it. Wrap it up. It's fine. You can end it. Um, yes. And you know, I have to say, as much as it, uh, I don't know the reasons for they're not liking each other. It could be a very adult reason. Well, yeah. I think we went into it. It's because <laughs> they apparently Ryan gets everything, while Jesse gets screwed. Wait, wait. Even Jesse said. Well, oh, well, wait, Ryan is, I guess, is the one, because Jesse can have Christmas, but Ryan says, I'll take Thanksgiving, which, let's be honest, is there anyone who treats Thanksgiving as special? I, I don't Weirdly, over this last year, I've heard a lot of people say, like, I actually like Thanksgiving more because there's less stress, and I'm, I don't, I don't relate to that at all. They're liars. 
Honestly, you know what my you know what everyone in my family thinks of when we think of thanks when we think of Thanksgiving now? You know what the first thing that pops Nothing. into our head is? <laughs> oh. COVID. Oh, is that what That's you the had first it? thing we oh, think because wow. that's when we got COVID in 2020. So it's not exaggerated. I asked every single one, said, Yeah, that that's Thanksgiving now. It's that like I I, I panic now whenever yeah, it gets close to year. Thanksgiving because I'm like Oh God! Oh God! Yeah, uh, yeah. Luckily, I didn't have anything squandered. It, oh, when did you yeah, have? It? Like yeah, I didn't have anything Halloween squandered. Or... It was the beginning of October, and like a couple of my favorite things are oh, my birthday okay. and Halloween. Uh, and it, I was fully better by the time it was my birthday. Basically, um, yeah, I, I had gotten pretty much fully better a few days before my birthday. But yeah, every time I think Thanksgiving now, my yeah. first thought is COVID. Um, which I'm I, I'm honestly really glad it didn't happen around Christmas because that's my favorite yeah. time. That's why we do these yeah. these unwanted Christmases. And boy, yeah. I'd I'd be terrified. Um, but no, um, no Thanksgiving is is fine to ruin. Um, yeah, but he he's uh, Ryan is the one who always has to give give yeah. and give while Jesse mm-hmm. takes takes but, and takes. Yeah. I, so how do these? I, yeah, I was parents... just gonna say, like when when you're that age, it's fine if you uh, hate one of your family members. Normalize hating one of your family members. Exactly. I mean, that's fine. Exactly. In fact, it, yeah. it should be more normalized. Don't pretend to be these fake. Like, yeah. oh, we're so great, but really don't. Don't fake it. Be real. Yeah. That's right. Be real. Yeah, I'm not necessarily for keeping the peace. So. Uh, <laughs> it's not worth it. I don't care if you're blood or not. You're an a-hole. You're going to get crapped on. Although Huck would take that too literal. We haven't crap fought Christmas crap Did it fight. sound like that there was a um an option in, in that that they just keep doing it and inviting both of them and just it being terrible every time? Oh, okay. No, they're like, yeah. we're done. Yeah, no course. more Christmas dinners. Which I mean, to be fair, maybe they'll still have Christmas, but they're gonna they're, they're gonna punish the yeah, adult. Yeah, they're not gonna feed you. It's just like you kids are gonna work out your issues right now, or you'll yeah, starve to death. Like, hey, don't you're gonna you're gonna be nice to each other, or uh, no uh, no sweet potato for you. So deal with it. <laughs> exactly. It's like Beauty and the Beast when um they're just like um but we're not gonna but no we're not gonna put our differences aside and the dad can be like like Beast and Beauty and the Beast well then go ahead and yeah. starve <laughs> yes so maybe that's mm-hmm. the way starve it out of them and then they'll be like <clears throat> that maybe um they'll just pick it'll be three days later and it's like. There's no way. We gotta put our differences aside, Ryan. No, Jesse, I can't do it. You can't do it. Do you wanna yeah. die this way? Maybe if I take you with me, it would um, be worth it. What they could do actually is um take a taking a note from uh arrested development, there's a running joke where they hire a guy, like a family friend, to do an elaborate like life lesson prank to teach them the importance of something. Or and that's why you always leave a note. 
or it'll be like, and that's why you don't <laughs> yell at your siblings or something. And um, they could basically plan that the next holiday, uh, whether it's Thanksgiving or Christmas, that they're all going to get together, um, organize some kind of uh, traumatizing event that will bond the two siblings for life. <laughs> um like at, like goes wrong. make them make like, them uh, uh have a common enemy of you basically so that they get along <laughs> what they could do they, maybe if the parents want to go to a full extreme they will be like um Jesse the dad will call up Jesse and he'll be like son I don't know how to tell you this but Ryan is dead are you serious dad yeah, I'm serious. And then it's like the end of It's a Wonderful Life. Yes, yes! And he goes, oh, the greatest Christmas gift of all. Merry Christmas, banker. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas, loan office. My brother is yeah. finally dead. And then uh, and then it will it will end with the, the two of them being so excited yeah. and then they meet in the street. And then they'll just look and shake their heads and be like, yeah. or combine the, you could combine the ideas <laughs> and the elaborate prank could be, um, that you've set up this situation that the whole town is in on where you're going to show Jesse around the town and show what life is like without Ryan. So <laughs> it'll be like, I'm the ghost oh, yes. of, uh, Ryan's past. Here's all of the good times you had as kids. And uh, this is, I'm the ghost of Ryan's future. He's dead. And this is what your life is like. <laughs> um, except they couldn't come up with any ideas that his life is objectively worse. So it's just like, oh, this seems <laughs> great, actually. <laughs> He's just like, you know, I'm pretty good with this. Are you saying that the way I can have this future is to take out my no, brother. No, you do weren't it, supposed to react Believe this me, way. No, no, that's not where I. That's not where I want. And then, like, um, he'll look over, and then, um, he'll see on the street unemployed actor Santa. Oh no, Santa didn't hear anything because Santa remembers stitches get stitches. <laughs> I am out of here. <laughs> and he's just like, I'll do it <laughs> if this is my path. I'm going to yeah. take it. Um. And, you know, if he does end up going down the wrong path, he will share a certain cell with a criminal who's mm -hmm. fine, but not the best. <clears throat> and um, he'll be like, hi, my name is Henry. Henry Anglin. Henry Anglin. And then mom and Clarence and his brother will come to visit him in the cell. And it'll be like, hey, mom, it's my new cellmate. What'd you do? Oh, I, I killed my brother. Look at him, Henry. Look at him. He's <laughs> in here for murder one. What are you in here for? Unpaid uh, jaywalking tickets. Swear to God, Henry, look at him. He's a success. You are a failure. You know what? The pie, the Christmas pie, it can go yeah. to your <laughs> cellmate. Then... There you go, honey. You're the pie of this family for Christmas. Oh, I... I, I can't believe it. I, I feel so loved in the Anglin family. Oh, that's right. We take care of our own. Uh, can I have a Chris? Can I have a piece of pie? No, Henry. I can't have a piece yeah. of pie. It's it's yeah. it's, for, it's 
It's yeah. uh, for Ryan. And then, it, and then, it's then uh, Henry's here. like, what? wait, you're inviting Ryan into the family, but you won't accept me? Well, you'll see. I have my greatest <laughs> escape yet planned for tomorrow. And just as he's saying that, a guard walks by and is like, well, we're putting you under a special watch. No! <laughs> no! See? You can't get anything right. Come on, Henry. How many times have I told you? you... <coughs> How many times have I told you? You never speak in front of the gods. Your brothers know that. And then she still gives him, like... Yeah, she gives them the, um... The guard, like, a, a special yeah. piece of pie because they see each other every week. And, and here you go, Officer Lawrence. Here you go. Oh... Oh, thank you for the pie. Oh, and how's Linda and the babies? Oh, they're great. The baby's doing well. That's adorable. And then it's just like, hey. And then it's just like, hey, Clarence, remember that time that you almost, that you took my gun and almost killed me? Those were crazy times, weren't they? And then Henry's just like, hey, remember that one fight in uh, the lunchroom? You shut your mouth, Henry! Get back in your cell! I'm gonna get the <laughs> and he's club also, out and Henry's kill you! Like, wait, wait a second. Guard, <clears throat> my brothers who escaped from prison are here. Why aren't you throwing them back in prison? And the guard's like, uh, well, they escaped. Unlike something you can never do. Loser! 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 Every, all of them, Loser! Loser! <laughs> <laughs> Every loser, loser, loser. And then there's like the guy on death row, just like, yeah. oh, I'd hate to be that guy right now, who's <laughs> on his way to uh, the electric chair. Yeah, he, he's on his way to electric the electric chair, and he's like, <laughs> some people just don't have any luck. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, um, I I don't think Dad in the South. Yeah. <laughs> dad stressed, but I, I said dad in the south because yeah. that's how most of them end anyway. <laughs> I don't think dad stressed for the holiday got the um, answer he was looking for, but in a way, this yeah, is how he the gets answer rid of he both needed. his kids. It's the answer he needed. <laughs> yes. So I mean, I think that's a beautiful way to end this. Uh, I believe sixth Christmas special of our show. Yes, it is. It is unwanted Christmas and, number six. Um, I I think that's a great way to go out. We learned quite a few things to end this year of unwanted answers. We learned that uh, you know the best way to get out of an awkward Christmas is to um, uh, go to jail for uh, either actual or attempted murder of your brother to finally uh, settle your differences. Um, we learned that, um, the origin of Christmas cards and that you can probably just not send any, it's fine. And we learned that, um, the unemployed actor is once again unemployed. So if you have, if you hear of anything, he's got something on his resume now. And I think the... The really the moral, uh, which I I couldn't say better any other way is that uh, snitches do get s- stitches, especially right. around snitches the holidays. Get stitches, especially around the holidays. That that's right. Um, so those were some answers for you today. Yes, guys, there we go with this special Christmas edition of Unwanted Answers. 
Happy holidays, everybody. Hopefully you have better luck than we did trying to record this yeah. episode. By the way, I do have to bring something up real quick. I had to mute the microphone real quick, but I did have okay. something I wanted to bring up. Okay, so <laughs> I just I found something that um you know we're all excited for Christmas, all excited for those gifts, but I found a video that perfectly describes what happens. <laughs> it's only one sentence. But perfectly that describes the feeling of what it's like when you've opened up all your Christmas gifts and you realize that you didn't get the number one thing you wanted for Christmas. It's just this okay. audio. Y'all know I have a panic attack. <laughs> that is that's beautiful. It's it true. Is. It's true. It's true. So hopefully you don't have a Christmas morning like that. And <laughs> and that is a perfect segue into saying that 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 would be your reaction uh, when you wake up Christmas morning, you unwrap something, and it's something that you totally would have never wanted that's exactly yes. what this podcast is today and every day um because it is something that you didn't ask for oh you, you didn't <laughs> you did not but ask for it for the past six six times there it since was 2017 since there 2017 it was. there it was 